You're listening to the Pure Fury Creations Entertainment Network. The views and opinions expressed on this episode are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views, opinions, or philosophies of the PFC Entertainment Network or any of the affiliates that make this show possible. This show has also been rated M for mature audiences only. Six, five, four, three, two, one. Nothing! You lose! Good day, sir! Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening! And now, it's... Welcome to the heat event! I am your host, the pretty boy redneck, Levi Blue... Coming to you live from my front porch. This here isn't the show where you go to to look for that life advice. This isn't the show you go to to look for marriage counseling. No, this is the show where I sit on my front porch, bitch, moan, whine, and complain, and watch as the world go by. This is the heat vent. A get the hell off my lawn podcast. And if you don't like what the hell I got to say, well, just turn it off. Well, that's too bad. Get the hell off my lawn. This week's episode is called You Get the House and Kids, I Get Our Friends. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is the episode where I'm going to talk about broken relationships and what happens to their friendships outside of those relationships. See, I have had to be party to a few different times where friends of mine or family of mine, they get together with a, you know, a, 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 a partner, a mate, a, a significant other, if you will. And they're together for a significant amount of time. And in that time, of course, you're going to develop friendships over the course of, you know, days, months, years, decades, whatever it takes. But then sometimes that fairy tale ending isn't the fairy tale you were looking for. Or maybe it actually was. But you guys split. And that's where we divvy up the property, we divvy up the kids, we come up with the parenting time, we come up with the child support, we come up with, you know, who's paying what, who's doing who, and where is, you know, so-and-so going. But then you have your friends. That would be me. And I'm on the outside watching you two have a fight. And let's face it, I don't feel good about it, but I will tell you this. I am Sweden. I am off on my own. 
the problems that you guys are having between yourself is your problems. Now, sir, I will be here for you if you need someone to talk to about your impending divorce or split. And ma'am, guess what? I am also here if you need someone to talk to about your impending divorce and or split. I will not play favorites. I have been witness to many different broken relationships to where uh, it was suggested that I kind of play spy on one party and get played against the other. So, hey, I know so-and-so is up at the bar with you. Who is he there with? What is she doing? What are they drinking? I'm worried about them. When did they leave? That's not my job. And it's wrong for you to put someone in that position. Your problems with your significant other are your problems. You only multiply your problems when you try to drag friends to play mediator of your problems. Most friends do not have a problem being an ear. Most friends don't choose. Just like with nature, it eventually all works itself out. I am friends with wives of former friends of mine. I am friends with the former husbands of other friends of ours. I will not be in a position to choose simply because I like him, I like her, maybe I like the kids. But again, if you are to put your friends in a position to where they have to choose one or the other, what kind of friend are you really? Not, uh, not too good a friend if you ask me. There will be a time where these issues will work themselves out. It's a little bit different when it has to deal with family. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and put it out there. My niece, I love you to death, kiddo, was in a long-term relationship with her ex-boyfriend. To the point where I was calling him nephew. My niece had a variety of problems with this gentleman we'll call, for lack of a better term, Ray. Claimed that Ray stole money from her. Ray held her back, this, that, and the other. Didn't understand why I or my son, who was really good friends with Ray, wanted to have a relationship with him. Over a number of years, we got close to Ray to the point where we were buying him Christmas gifts, inviting him over for dinners. But when him and my niece split, we were put in a position of 
why are you still friends with him? Why are you still talking to Ray on Facebook? Why are you inviting Ray to Hunter's uh, going away party? When my son was entering the military, we had a big going away party for him. Ray was not allowed to come. Because my niece made us choose. Recently, after three or four years, I would have to say it's been, Ray got back in touch with me. And I, of course, said, hey, man, maybe we should get together sometime and maybe, you know, maybe we can go to the gun range and go pop off a few rounds. He said that would be great. My niece, I haven't talked to her maybe two times in the last couple years. These things have a way of working themselves out. Will my niece forgive me? I don't know. I haven't given her a reason not to talk to me. But with Ray coming out of the woodwork, who is now married and has a kid on his own, I don't see any reason why in the world I shouldn't be able to strike up a friendship once again with Ray. Though I still feel like I'm walking on glass as it pertains to my niece. I love my niece. She's living her own life miles and miles away from us. Uh, I don't talk to her anymore. I see her once in a while on Facebook and that's about it. But I love and I care for her so much. I am afraid of restoring my friendship with Ray. That's the kind of situation you get into when you try to have your friends choose between you and your former significant other. I'm in it for the long haul, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, like I said, it will work itself out. I am still friends with former couples who have since split and gone on and separate paths on their, in their lives. I haven't had the instance where I've had one over here and the other one shows up. But I shouldn't, nor should anyone be made to choose who they, quote unquote, are better friends with or who, quote unquote, do you like better. There, you cannot gauge a friendship. You cannot measure a friendship. You cannot put a label on friendship. Uh, you know, maybe at some point in time, and I, I think about this on a couple occasions, I was friends. I talked about him the last show, Paul Rowe Jr. I was friends with this guy, and he married uh, this young lady by the name of Samantha. Uh, they got a divorce. I don't talk to Paul, but I still talk to Samantha. It wasn't a matter of my choice. It's just the way it worked itself out. There are things in marriage that you can divvy up. You can divide the parenting time. You can divide the medical bills. You can divide the house payments. These things of monetary value, you know, 
you can figure this out. And if you can't, then in a court of law, it will be judged for you. But you cannot put a claim on a person. You cannot put a claim on a relationship. You cannot put a claim on a friendship. I've talked about it before, and I'm going to talk about it again. In this train ride of life, we're going down a set of tracks. And we're going to pick people up along the way on course to our destination. On this trip, there's going to be multiple stops, and maybe these people who you have considered your friends might get off at one of these stops. Maybe one day your guys' path will cross once again. But you are on your own train. You are on your own ride. You are your own conductor. You are the one who makes the decisions where this train goes. There's not one passenger riding the train with you who's going to force you to go one way or the other. They can make suggestions, and you can go along with them, or you can stop that train in the next stop and let that passenger off. In time, maybe you might pick that passenger up again, and maybe... Maybe your friendship that you had on this train ride of life will pick right back up where it left off. But you are your own conductor. Don't let anyone sway you or your opinions of any passenger that you pick up in this train ride of life. It's almost like a bouncer at a bar. And maybe you're out partying. And this bouncer does not like this person that you're dancing with. He's going to give you a choice. Either you can leave the bar with your partner, or you can stay and continue to party. The bouncer will still be there. But the choice is yours. You don't have to do anything that you don't want to do. My, my purpose here and what I'm saying is, is when you are in a relationship, your train ride is about to split. The train cars are going to go in two different directions. Here's the thing, though. The passengers are pretty much the only thing they can come with you. And not just with you, but they can continue down the path with the other conductor as well. You see what I'm saying? In other words, your friends that you picked up during your relationship with your significant other, they could still remain your friends, and they still can remain your former significant other's friends. Once you make them choose, you are now running the risk of losing them at the next stop of life and never picking them up again. Friends are one of those commodities in life that you can't put a value on. 
Friendship to me is invaluable. The stronger the friendship you have with someone, the more tangible that friendship becomes. You could depend on that person. You can rely on that person. That person's going to be there through your darkest times. But the moment you try to make them choose one or the other, you might not like the choice that they make. And that's going to cause a lot of friction and a lot of stress in your life. And anymore in this day and age, you don't need any more stress. You know, a lot of people, they cut out their stress by just starting at square one. They're going to stop that train. They're going to let all the passengers off. And they're going to be a lonely conductor. And they're going to start on that path one more time. There's no telling if other passengers are going to jump on that train. But rest assured, those people that you may get off that train, they're not coming back. Paul Rowe Jr. is a perfect example of this. I'm not jumping back on your train, big boy. I'm going to ride with Sam for a while. I'm going to ride with my wife till we get to the end of the line. You're the one that made that choice, though, Bubba. Not me. You're the one that started at the next train stop alone by yourself. Now, here's the other thing that I was talking about earlier. Using your friends to gain an upper hand against your significant other. That's not right at all. It's not right to put your friends in a position where they're essentially choosing one over the other. I got a perfect example of this. I'm not going to name names, but... We, my wife and I, we have a couple that have recently split up and we hang, hung out with the lady of the couple or yeah, the female of this couple for a while. And then through happenstance, we started hanging up, hanging up, hanging out with her significant other. She thought because we were still friends with her, that we would be the middle people in this situation. And we would report back to her about her significant other under the guise that she was worried about her significant other. She put us in a very bad position. And I flat out told her that she can't put us in that position. I haven't talked to her since. And it's not through my choice. I don't know if it's through embarrassment that she doesn't talk to me. I don't know if it's because she's pissed off that she doesn't talk to me. But I will not let a person put me in a position to where I have to choose one over another. She put my wife in this position to choose one 
over the other. My wife was absolutely heartbroken. And I said, you know something? I'm not going to watch you cry anymore. And I was nice about it. I was as politically correct as Levi Blue can get. And I told her, you can't put us in this position. You have to see it from our side. We are not the middle people in this situation. You cannot do this to us anymore. And she wrote back and she said she was sorry. And that she would never do it again. And then she completely cut off all ties to me. I think she still talks to my wife occasionally. But I'd almost bet that it's not the same type of relationship that they had previously. Because when it comes to friends, when it comes to friendships, real friends, true friends, they won't make you choose one over the other. That's just the way it is. There's plenty of Levi Blue to go around. I mean, I can hang out with you one day. I can hang out with your significant other the following day. But I'm not going to report to you what your significant other and I did. Because that's not right. That's not the way things should be. You shouldn't expect that from people who you call your friends. I know a lot of what I'm saying here is a lot of double talk. But if you really think about it, and if you really dig into it, picture yourself in the middle of a room. And on your right side is your brother. On your left side is your sister. And they each got a hold of your hand. Your brother on your right hand, your sister on your left hand, however I put it before. Your brother's like, you're coming with me. But your sister's like, no, you're coming with me. And they are pulling you back and forth. What happens when you pull something apart? too far it winds up breaking it winds up being ripped it winds up being torn your arms are torn off from your shoulders nothing is resolved you're the only one that's hurting because you were put in a position that you had to choose your brother or your sister It is essentially mental, mentally being drawn and quartered. If you don't know what drawn and quartered is, maybe you should get on the old Google machine and look it up. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes friendships are more valuable than the relationships that you're currently in or trying currently to get out of. Those friendships, those friends are going to be there for you in your darkest times until you put the proverbial gun to their head and tell them to choose it's a good way to lose a friend 
It's a good way not to get what you want. It's not going to be the outcome that you think you deserve. Because what you deserve is when you put people in that position, you deserve to get dropped off at that next train stop and never get picked up again. Because that's not being a friend. Your friends are there to support you. But you shouldn't expect your friends to choose you or your significant other. It will work itself out. I mean, do you want an extreme example? We could talk about an extreme example. Um, No, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. I think I've proven my point already. So I'm 48 years old. I've had to deal with this since I was 17, maybe even earlier. Boyfriend and girlfriend in school holding hands and kissy face would break up. You know, when you're in school, you went with, you know, your friend. You know, it was bros before hoes or, you know, I don't know what the girls, you know, bros before hoes and, oh, sisters before misters. You know, you, you, you generally went with that. But when you grow up, and you have responsibilities and you have friendships that you forge along the way that you value don't devalue the person just continue to value the friendship well that's all i got this week for the heat vent my name is levi blue i am the pretty boy redneck this has been the heat vent a get off my lawn podcast And if you don't like what the hell I got to say, you can get the hell off my lawn. Now, let's get to the advertising portion of this, shall we? Uh, Check out 80s Power Trip on ebay.com. That's a seller. Uh, That's going to help this network in a bit of financial favor, if you will. Uh, trying to get uh, Power Tripping through the 80s, a shout out <laughs> from Emmanuel Lewis, aka Webster, uh, from Cameo. Um, check out uh, KlausToTheHeart.net. That is the official website for the PFC Entertainment Network. Also, check out CafePress.com backslash PFC Network, and you will find all the swag that you could possibly want. For all the great shows on the PFC Network, like The Real Podcast with Amy Sheridan, OMG, RIP, uh, The Heat Vent, Power Tripping Through the 80s, Klaus to the Heart, Turnbuckle Time Machine, and even though they had their season finale a week or two ago, Hanging with the Hitman. So check out all those great websites. Oh, by the way, the PFC Network also has a TikTok now. You can look up PFC Network, and you're going to see some motivational speaking from uh, our founder, Jason Klaus. Also, you're going to find 3-Minute Nostalgia from Sean Grugel, co-host of Power Tripping Through the 80s. So until next week, this has been The Heat Vent. It is a get-the-hell-off-my-lawn podcast. If you don't like what the hell I got to say, you can get the hell off my lawn. Till next week. See you later.